Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 243. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. And I'll start just quickly by saying thank you. Uh, like seriously, seriously, thank you. I, you know, I lately I get just I get so many DMs from you all. And at this point, it's a little tough to respond to everyone. But for the most part, I see all of them. And you're just so, so kind and so, so supportive. So I just want to say thank you. It really does mean a lot. And I do see them. So thank you for that. Um, it's, it's amazing to know that the podcast has helped, you know, even just one person, much less literally millions of people who have listened at this point, that makes it all worth it. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for supporting me, rating and reviewing, checking out new mindset, who dis.com. Um, every, every little thing matters to me. So thank you, uh, so much. And, you know, I say it all the time. Uh, and at this point you're probably like, we get it, but you know, I'm just a guy, I'm just a dude living in Chicago, just doing his thing and, you know, sharing my, my thoughts along the way. And I'm not a professional in that sense, but, uh, it is really cool, really freaking cool to see your response to my thoughts and my mindsets. And it's even cooler to know that it affects you and impacts you in a positive way. So just quick, thank you. That's all I got for you. Quick, thank you for listening. But um, as far as topic today, I've got something that I think will be helpful for everyone, literally everyone, because for the most part, unless unless you married your high school sweetheart, um, unless you're in that boat, then you have an ex in your life, right? You have someone that you dated and then you stopped dating and you became exes, right? I think that's how it works. Um, and I was thinking about this and this isn't an episode on, you know, how to deal with a breakup. Uh, I've done those before. Rather, this is a really specific episode on what to think of your ex. Yeah. 
whether it's an ex of one week or, you know, three years ago. That's the vibe. What do you think about your ex? What do you think about them? What do you say about them? And that might not sound like an important topic. You might be like, yeah, it's kind of just an afterthought case. Who really cares? But I actually think it's really, really important. And I'll show you why in this episode. I'll show you kind of what happens specifically when you stop thinking and talking shit about your ex and you let go of any resentment you have there, of any grudges you have there. Not forgiveness just yet, but the first step, letting go of that kind of nasty, spiteful thought perspective perception you have of your ex or of yourself for dating that ex. So, I think this is really, really important. And I'll start by kind of generalizing here because obviously, I don't know anything about your relationships. I don't know anything about your old relationships. I don't know what happened. I don't know if if someone in particular was at fault for it ending. Um, you know, I don't know if it was a toxic relationship and the and it needed to end. You know, I don't know if it was a mutual ending. I don't know if you're still hurting because you didn't want it to end. I don't know any of that. So, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know anything. I feel like that's a, a common theme in my life. I don't know anything. But what I do know is that after a relationship ends, and again, that could be one month after, it could be six months after, heck, it could even be six years after, I don't even know. But I do know that the perspective you have, the perspective you carry with you of your ex in your head and the words you use to describe them and your relationship with them, though they really, really matter. They matter big time because here's what we do a lot, a lot of the time because we're human. Here's what we do when we get out of a relationship. Um, sometimes we do it on our own. Sometimes, you know, our friends hype us up to do it. Sometimes we let the inspirational quotes we see on Instagram, like convince us to do it. But um, we do this thing where we shame that person and we shame ourselves for having dated that person. And we let that kind of grudge, that resentment come out in like mean and like spiteful ways. Like we see that person on social media, uh, maybe even at this point, we see them with a new partner and we say things and we think things like, oh man, wolf, they downgraded, man, I was so much better than their new boyfriend or their new girlfriend. Or, you know, we, we stoop low and we, we say things like, oh, gross. Like, man, they really let themselves go. You know, man, what happened? Or, or you start, you turn it on yourself. You're like, man, I'm such a freaking idiot for having dated that loser. What a loser. Or my fave is when, you know, we like repost those quotes on Instagram. These are quotes like, I'm just, re- I'm literally reading off quotes that I've seen here. One is, I don't have X's. I have Y's. Like, why the hell did I date you? That's one. Or another one says, don't get sad thinking about your ex. That's like being sad because the garbage man picked up the trash. I'm literally just scrolling through ones I've screenshot here. Uh, They're everywhere. So, like, we do this thing uh, with our perspective of our exes where, you know, kind of irregardless of the ending, we house this toxic resentment. And it could be subtle, like beneath the surface, beneath your breath, or it could be more overt. Uh, And it could be shaming them for being a freaking loser, for being trash, or it could be shaming yourself, hating on yourself for having dated a loser and that you're an idiot for having dated such a fuck boy or whatever, right? Whatever. Like, I really do think we all do this to some extent. Um, And I bring this up right now. I think this could be relevant for you if you're hot out of a relationship or even a year ago and you're still housing some resentment there. So, 
we all do this, right? Common ground there. And I think a lot of the time it just starts uh, with thinking or talking about them. It's like, oh, oh, them. Oh, you know, they were so bad. They were so stupid. They were so unworthy of me. Or like, oh, that relationship. Yeah, it was the worst. You know, I was so dumb for being in it, man. Right. So <laughs> there's the title for that for you. But, uh, you know, I think, it, I think it's kind of weird how normal this is. Like it's been normalized to, to, to hate on your ex and to hate on yourself for having dated your ex, uh, who, you know, apparently is trash and a loser and just, and let themselves go and all that kind of stuff. And again, know who this is coming from. Don't get me wrong. Like I get it. Of course I do. Uh, you know, hot out of a relationship or even months after it ended, like you're, you're, you're human. You're still human. You're always going to be human. Uh, and it's not easy to let go of, uh, of a grudge you have or some, you know, resentment that you have. I think it's natural to have it. Certainly like, don't think you're, you know, you're a bad person for having it. And yet <laughs> you're right now you're listening to the king of being kind of stubborn about letting things go. I have trouble letting things go, but I've also learned now after going through this a couple times, you know, in my twenties that you do need to let that go. You need to let that shit go. If you want to get to a place where you have closure, closure towards your past relationship, closure as it relates to your exes, the first step is letting go of that grudge. The first step, like specifically here, I'm talking about don't talk shit about your ex. Don't think shit about your ex. And also don't think or talk shit about yourself for having dated your ex. I think this is so important and it's small. This is a small little thing. And I, and I think the, the punchline here is you have to let it go. You have to let it go. And you, you know, you could call this a lot of different things. You can call this forgiveness uh, towards them or towards yourself. You can call it finding inner peace. But I really think that this specifically here is like the first step in a three-step process for, you know, moving on, right? You know, step one is letting go of that resentment in how you talk and think about your ex. You know, and step two is uh, kind of like forgiveness towards them or forgiveness towards yourself. And then step three is closure, right? Closure. But you got to have step one before you get to step three. And far too often, I find that we just do this thing in our heads and with our words where we shit talk our ex and ourselves as well. So, like, you can call this whatever you want. Uh, and it might look different to different people. But I, I can tell you what it doesn't look like, right? I'll do that. It doesn't look like any of those things I just mentioned. Trash talking them. Trash talking yourself. Shaming them. Shaming yourself. And I say that because the, the reality is you dated that person, Right? Whether it, it, it ended up being a total dumpster fire of a relationship or not, you dated them, they dated you, end of story. And at one point in the course of you dating each other, you had something good together and then it ended, right? Or, or maybe it ended slowly and painfully or it fizzled out or whatever. But regardless, to hold on to a grudge is doing literally nothing but holding you back. And I'll show you why here. And... I actually, I think as, as I even talk here, I think that's the right word for this, right? It's grudge, a grudge because I've done episodes before on forgiveness. Uh, I've done episodes on closure. Um, you can go back and listen to those. I think those are really powerful. Those words are in the title there. Um, and in those episodes, I talk about, you know, how it takes time to do both of those things to forgive and then find closure. It takes time to create your own closure. It takes time to truly forgive yourself and forgive others. But while that happens, while you work on that, it is up to you what your perception of your ex is. 
what your perception of your relationship with your ex is, what your perception of yourself is. It's up to you. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. It's up to you whether you hold a grudge and whether that, you know, manifests itself in your words and your thoughts. And I'm speaking from experience here. Of course, of course I am. I have to. You got to hold me to that. Um, I've been on both sides of this, right? I've been the one hating on my ex. I've been the one laughing with my friends about how silly or dumb she was and, you know, how I was so stupid for having dated her. And, you know, I, I've also, I've been the one that, you know, when I heard that she was talking shit about me, I dished it right back. Like I've done, I've done all that. And it, and it only served to hold me back. But I've also been the one to let that shit go. Let it go. I've, I've been that person too. And I've, I, in that case, I was like, yes, okay. I still think she's wrong uh, for the way that she's handling this, but I'm also wrong for doing the same. But that doesn't change the fact that at one point we dated and during that, there was nothing wrong with that. So, I need to let this go right now. And through that, I learned that the most powerful, healing, comforting thing you can do in the wake of a breakup and after, like even considerably after is letting go of that hate, that shame, that grudge that you hold. And I mean, you know what? The proof is in the pudding. As soon as I let go of that grudge, I find closure. In my life, it's true though. As soon as I let go of that grudge, I found closure. I did. So, 
letting go of that grudge towards your ex, I really think it's the greatest gift you can give yourself. Not them, yourself. To no longer have a reason in your heart to hate, to shame, to criticize. Because all that does is prevent the new beginning, to prevent chapter one of your new beginning from starting. And that prevents closure. And that's what you need, of course, in your life. You need closure. You don't need to be looking back at doors that closed a long time ago. No, they're closed. You need to move on. And I've done episodes on this as well. Yeah, I've talked about the fact that, you know, the blessing of a breakup, no matter how much it sucks, is that it moves you to day one of healing, day one of closure, day one of a new beginning. And you could be grateful for that because great things await you in later chapters, right? But you have to have chapter one to get started. But if you're holding on to a grudge with the way that you talk and the way that you perceive your ex, if you refuse to kind of let go of that spitefulness, and you're doing that song and dance where you're like, I can't believe I dated that loser. I'm a loser. He's a loser. She's a loser. You're not on chapter one yet. You might think you are, but I really don't think you are because you're still hanging on to that old, old, old chapter. So I think letting go of your grudge is really the greatest gift you can give yourself. And that leads you to forgiveness. And then that leads you to closure. So you know, hear me out here because I know this isn't easy uh, and I don't know anything about your ex. So, I've got to empathize with you. I don't. Uh, you know, they could have been incredibly cruel and hurtful. Um, maybe they cheated on you. Maybe they're spreading bullshit about <laughs> all over town about you. Maybe you truly don't have any idea why you dated them. But the reality is, you know, you can't go back and change any of that. You can't go back and change literally anything about that. But you can change your perception moving forward. You can change what's in your head and what's in your heart moving forward. And that's so personal to you, right? That doesn't impact them at all. This is about you. And you could be sad. Of course, okay. You can be frustrated. Yeah, of course. Okay. You gave years maybe to a relationship. It's okay to be frustrated. But I think we need to replace feelings like being angry or hateful or critical or spiteful, right? You have to let go of those feelings. You have to let go of that grudge. You have to go, let go of that like resentful story that you've been telling yourself. That's a story of hate, of shaming, you know, how ugly they are now, how dumb they were, how you were dumb for real, for not realizing how lame they are, um, the story of how much of a loser they were and how unaware you are and, and all that kind of thing, right? That kind of story does not serve you in any, any way, zero ways. <laughs> it does not serve you. Resentment does not serve you in any way whatsoever. I'm sure in retrospect, you realize that in life, right? Resentment does not grow you. It doesn't grow you to tell yourself a story of how dumb you were, how horrible they are, how much they downgraded after you, how bad they look now, how thirsty they look, how thirsty they look now, all that kind of thing. And here, here's a tough pill to swallow. As much as that might feel like catharsis to you, you know, as much as that might feel vindicating to you, as much as that feels like you're leveling yourself up by pushing them down, you're leveling yourself up by opening your eyes to how horrible they really are, you're only hurting yourself when that is your, your thought process, when those are the words that come out of your mouth. You're holding on to negative emotions and they only serve to hurt you. <laughs> Seriously, they only serve to hold you back. Because the story you tell yourself, the story you tell the universe, it really does matter. And if you're telling the universe that you dated a loser, that you wasted your time, that they really were a horrible person and that you are dumb for having wasted your time in doing that, well, how does that story do anything but like hold you back? 
how does that story do anything but but punish you, frankly? Seriously, think about this for a second. That's the story you're telling the universe. That's the, the, the story you keep holding in your head and in your heart that you dated a loser, that you're a loser for dating a loser, that they're ugly, that they're busted, that they're stupid. Well, <laughs> how is the universe supposed to know what to do with that? Right? If you're telling the universe about all the shit you've been through, about all the boundaries that were broken in your life, about all the ways you were hurt, all the reasons you hate your ex, all the reasons you were such an idiot for giving your energy to that person, well, what is that? how does that serve you? If that's the story you keep telling yourself in the universe, that is what you're going to keep getting dished up again and again and again. Like I really do believe this. I've done episodes on this about the stories you tell yourself because they matter. They really, really matter. And if you're basically shit talking your former relationships to yourself and to your relationship, you're not going to lead yourself to the things you actually want. You're just going to keep finding more bullshit, right? Like think about it. You learned a lot from your ex, right? I think every, and no matter your relationship, you learn something from it. Certainly you learn what you don't want. You learned what's not right for you. You learn your triggers. You learn your boundaries that are, that are easily broken, broken. Yeah. But what's on the, what's on the flip side of those things? Well, I think it's now, you know what you do want. You know what you want through knowing what you don't want through knowing what you don't deserve. You have a much better idea of what you do want and what you do deserve. It's logic. You know, you want, you deserve mutual respect and compassion and boundaries and support and commitment and uh, communication, for example. So tell the universe those things, make those the stories, tell yourself, tell the world what you want. Let go of that grudge, let go of that resentment, stop shit talking because it really is only holding you back. You have to start chapter one. Again, that's the whole process. Chapter one, chapter two, chapter three so on and so forth until you find that closure. But if you're not in chapter one, you're not even started. And you're not starting unless you let go of that grudge. So that's why I say, don't hold on to that resentment with your words or your thoughts. Don't hold on to it. It only serves to hold you back. And as with every single thing I talk about on the podcast, every single mindset I talk about, they're all choices, right? You have to make this choice. It's a yes or a no. And this isn't a recommendation. This isn't like a, an exercise in like clearing things up with your ex uh, so you can move on or another conversation with them or getting coffee with them to find closure. It's, this, isn't, this isn't that. This is about you and you. This is about you letting go of those resentful thoughts, those spiteful words, those grudges that you hold so that then you can find closure down the line. So I ask you right now, can you find a way to make peace with yourself. Make peace with yourself. True closure, true forgiveness, that will come in time. But until then, can you make a decision? Can you make the choice to find peace in your mind in regards to your perception of your ex? Can you move yourself to be able to look at them or think about them and just check yourself to take a deep breath and just be at peace to no longer just be resentful for for any reason? That's at peace, knowing that by doing so, you are letting go of resentment. And that's the key to chapter one or continuing chapter two, chapter three, and so forth. I think you could do that. I really do. I, I know you can because I've done both, right? 
And it really is a choice. It's a concerted effort to do it, but it really is rewarding. It really is because I know it's a cliche, of course, to say that, you know, spiteful feelings and resentment or jealousy, like it's a weight, you carry it around. But it really is. It really, really is. Like the moment you make peace with yourself and your ex in your head, the moment you let go of that grudge, you will feel, you will feel lighter. You'll feel lighter. 100%. I, I guarantee you that. You will realize that letting go of a grudge is the first step in taking back your power. It's the first step in regaining control of your heart and your emotions to the then you could point them in a more fulfilling and compassionate direction. And with that comes closure. So just something to think about, very specific, again, about the words you use, your thoughts towards your ex. So I want to say, let go of that grudge, that immediate grudge with what you say, with what you think of your ex. Prioritize that and forgiveness and closure will come. So I'll land the plane right there. I hope that was helpful. If it was, I'd love it if you would share this episode, share the podcast with a friend, tell them to subscribe. And then I do new episodes every single Monday, every single Thursday. And that's it. Thank you so, so much for listening, for subscribing. Thank you for all the five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. And until next episode, I'm out. had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.